Welcome back, everyone. Today we're going to continue where we left off. Just a reminder, we just finished talking about what are the four phases that happened, after, that happened in the vessel of the Ensof. So now we're going to go deeper into it today. So first I'm going to read from the Ali. We're starting a new part of the Ali. V'az nishal, makom panoi v'avir v'chalal rekani. So after the tzimtzum, when the, when the contraction happened, the light moved itself, if you remember, to the sides of this little tiny dot in the middle. So the light moved itself out of the way. And then there was left empty space, air, and empty, and then another, another word for empty space we'll get into soon. Min kudayim sa'it vamash. From the mid, literally from the midpoint. Vinei atimtzum azeh, and this contraction hayab bahashva echad b'svivot hanikudayim sa'it lekanitahi. This contraction happened equally around this dot, this empty dot. Ba'ofan shemakom achalalahu, in the sense that this empty space haya agol mikol svivotav, it was completely circular. It was a perfect circle, it wasn't a square, it wasn't a triangle, it wasn't a trapezoid, it was a perfect circle. So just like the endless light contracted itself equally in every direction, meaning that the dot was started, it started from the middle and it went outwards equally in every direction. So too, this empty space that was created was also equal in every sense. It was a perfect circle from one side to another, was equal no matter where, no matter where on the circle you started. It was perfectly equal everywhere. Now to Rabashlag. So we already talked about what it means, space, what, what distance means in spirituality. It means that there's a change in form. We also already covered that there is no space between this empty dot that we just talked about and the light itself. Meaning when the light pulled itself out, it's not that there was an empty dot and then something and then the light. It was, there's, we have this little dot of emptiness and right up to the sides, stuck to the sides there, is the light. So after the light did this contraction, after it moved itself out of the way from this midpoint, then it was revealed what was revealed? The change in form from the light. So the, the endless, that's when, so once the empty dot was, re, was revealed, once it was created, then the change in form was, was revealed. What was the change in form? So we know that in this upper light, in the source, there is no such thing as desire to receive, not even a little bit, nothing. But this dot is the aspect 
of desire to receive. Which is separate from the upper light, like we said. And since their forms are separate, their distance from each other is exactly the, sa- is the same measure as their difference in form now. So now that there has been a desire to receive revealed, they're separate from each other in the same measure of their change in form. And that's why, that's why in the previous that's why in the previous verse it said that the light furthered itself to the sides of the dot. What do they mean it furthered itself? There's no distance in spirituality. It means that it changed its form. So another thing we said in the last verse of the Ali is that there are that it said to the sides of the of the point that's weird we we just said that it was a circle what do you mean sides right so it says so it's saying these sides are not sides these are the four the four stages that we talked about they're also called four sides okay what does that mean for us and the Ari is teaching us, says Rav Ashlag, even though the contraction was only in the midpoint, which like we, said before, like we said last class, the midpoint itself is actually the fourth stage. The light left all four stages. It didn't just leave the fourth stage of desire. It left all four stages. Mitam she'en inyan miktzat noheg ba'uchani. The reason is, there is no partially in spirituality, Rav Ashlag says. Valken nistalek gam migimel abchinot. So therefore, it had to leave all four stages. Kavani tzbe. Perush bli hefchen madagot shel katan vagadol. So now we're going to go into a little bit deeper and more, explain more details about the four stages. What makes them special, why they work like that, what separates them from each other. So when, it's, when the Ari says that this contraction was in, a, was in equality everywhere, <coughs> that the contraction and the dot itself were both in equality everywhere, what does that mean? It means... There was no difference between greater, greater and lesser, or bigger and smaller. And you shouldn't think to, to question. There shouldn't, you sh- this shouldn't be hard for you to understand. Why? So you might ask, but hold on. What do you mean there's no difference between greater and smaller? We just revealed the change in form, which means that, that now there should be separation. There should be boundaries now. So what do you mean there's no, there's no difference between greater and lesser? So this change in form that happened in the midpoint through the light leaving it. So if, if it is like we're saying that the light left the midpoint, 
then it has to be that we can now recognize also the lower levels. Because not everything is filled now. Not everything is fulfilled. We can see the lack, the difference. So what's, what's going on here? That there's, no, that there's no difference between greater and lesser. So he's going further with the question. It should be small, one should be smaller than the other, even through the, the, the first three stages. For example, the third stage, it's, it's a little bit uh, pure, it's better, it's uh, holier, it's purer than the fourth stage, meaning it's on a higher level because the fourth stage is, is a stronger desire to receive than the third stage. And the second stage should be more, should be closer to light, more, should be higher than the third stage because it's got even less of a desire to receive than the third stage. And stage one should be higher than all of them because it's got less of a desire to receive than all than the other three stages, meaning it's closer to being, it's closer in form to the source, to the light. And that's why stage one should, it, its change in form shouldn't be recognized as much as the rest of the stages, but stage two should be recognized a little bit more, stage three a little bit more, and stage four should be like really recognizable, the change in form. That's how it should be, Avash is saying, but remember at the beginning he said it's not this way. So he says, so he says okay, so we just proved that there is a difference between greater and lesser. So how can the Ari say that everything was equal everywhere? We just proved that it wasn't. So no, what do we do now? Matiutsu and the explanation is Kiatsimsum lo sof. The contraction did not did not make the midpoint into an end. What does that mean? Klomar if the light left the midpoint because of the change in form, then for sure it would be, it would turn into an end. So what happened? What does end mean? It means the lowest level from which there can be no lower level. And then from there we would, we would separate out the, the other three stages, the ones that are above stage four, into more important stages from the, mid, from the midpoint, which is stage four. But it wasn't like this. The contraction, this is very important. The contraction was not done because of the change in form in the, in the midpoint. This, so this would, not, this would not be fixed because we're still dealing with the malchut of Oren Sof. Asher sham en shum shinoi tzura bina le, bina le 
So why why is there why is, would this not work? Why why would this logic of ours not work here? Because we're still within the arena of Ensof, the endless light. And what's what's the deal with the endless light? In the endless, there is no difference between the vessel between Malchut of Ensof, the vessel of the Ensof, stage four, whatever you want to call it, and the endless light itself. There is no difference between them. Not even in form. Like we said before, him and his name are one. So the desire to receive and the light are one. They're together. They're in simple unity. So there's no change in form there. So if that's not the case, so then how did the Tzimtzum happen? We just, okay, so we thought that the contraction happened, you know, there was a change in form, which means that they're spiritually distant now. That's why the light left. And if so, then we should have levels. This is close to the light, this is farther from the light. That's how it should be, we think. Then we said, no, that's not how it is. Why can't that be how it is? Because we're still within the arena of the endless light. And in the endless light, it's all in simple unity. There is no, there is no real difference in form. So what's happening here? So why did the contraction happen? Like we said before, what happened with the vessel? Why, why did everything happen? Allah it built It raised in its desire. What, what, did it, what does that mean? It tried to make its desire smaller in an effort to become closer to the source, to become more like the source. So, it's not that the vessel changed its form away from the light, it's just the opposite. The vessel, the desire to receive the fourth stage, tried to become like, tried to become more like the source. And this is what's revealed what, after the creation of all of the worlds, this is what's revealed that what's revealed through all of this, the whole idea of receiving in order to give a good feeling to the Creator. Why? What does it mean give a good feeling to the Creator? It means the Creator is this ultimate giving force. That's what the source is. Ultimate giving force. How do you make something like that feel good? How do you give something back? By receiving. All it... All the creator wants to do all day is to give, 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 give. You, get, you have somebody, the richest man in the world, 700 houses all over the world, everything they could want without even blinking, they get it. One thing they want to do with their life, one thing they actually want, is to share with somebody. How do you make that person happy? Let them share. Shish so there's something very great about this idea of receiving in order to give a good feeling to the Creator. What's, what's so great about it? From one side, From one aspect, it's complete giving because the entire, the entire act of receiving is actually, you're not even receiving. You're, the entire being is, is focused on giving a good feeling to the Creator. And not for any personal needs. Imagine 
Every person who comes to ask you for money, who comes to ask you for time, for advice, they're not actually asking you because they need it. They're asking you because they know you love it. They, let's say you're somebody who loves to give advice. I know I'm one of those people. I feel amazing when people ask me for advice, even if I have no idea what I'm talking about. I, feel, I love it when people ask me for advice. And then sometimes I make up stuff just so you know, I can you know, feed that desire in me. So what feels better? When somebody actually needs my advice or when somebody is taking my advice because they know how much I love it. Now, if they're good at what they're doing, I won't know the difference. So I'm enjoying no matter what. They can take my advice or they don't want to, but... What they're doing is amazing. They're actually giving. They're not even receiving anything. It's, it's an amazing concept. By receiving, they're not receiving anything. They're actually giving me. They're giving me a good feeling. So they actually did better than I did. I did it. I'm giving advice because it feels good to me. They're taking the advice because it feels good to me also. How amazing is that? And through this, through this idea of receiving an with the idea of giving a good feeling to the Creator, a person can make themselves equal in form to the, to the source, to the emanator. And they become completely unified with, with the Creator. And from, and from the second aspect, not only is it the ultimate giving, actually he's capable of creating the ultimate receiving vessel as well. That's crazy. Not only, by, so when, when someone receives in order to give, not only is it the ultimate giving power, it's simultaneously the ultimate receiving power. How? Now, the desire to receive doesn't create a, a separation in form. Why? Because the only reason that someone is receiving, the only reason they have a desire to receive, is in order to give back. And it says in the Talmud, in Masechet Kiddushin, Shebe'adam chashuv, nitnahi et kesef ha-kiddushin, v'amar hu arei at mekudeshet li, arei zo mekudeshet. When um, it says in the Talmud that when, a, that when a man marries a woman, he gives her the ring and says, you are betrothed to me, you are holy for me. And even though it's written in the Torah that the man should give, uh, give, this, give the woman it, the ring or whatever they're using in her hand, he also has to give money. But, so it says that the, there's supposed to be a, a certain sum that the, that the husband gives in order to be able to marry the, the woman. So it's saying, even though the husband is actually the one giving the money, He's benefiting more. How is he benefiting more? He enjoys giving this money. 
He wants to give this money. And the feeling he gets out of that is more than the receiver gets from getting the money. Amazing concept. Receiving in order to give is giving, not receiving. So the Talmud goes into further detail. If the man is marrying a woman that's richer, the, richer than him, there's supposed to be a, a fee that's passed, and if the man's not so wealthy, but the woman is very wealthy, the woman actually gives, the woman actually pays for the ring, and then the, and then the man gives the ring to the woman as part of the ceremony. So he's saying that when the man receives money from the woman in order to, in order to be able to do the ceremony, he's actually giving more than she is. Crazy concept. So why, why is it that he's doing more giving than she is? Because he's only receiving the money in order to make, in order to make her feel good. It's, that's the entire process. So how do we bring that back to what we're talking about? And through what we've seen here, the main idea of the contraction. This is very, very important. The entire thing that we've been talking about the last couple of classes is for the sole reason to reveal this new form of receiving in order to give that would that would in the future we're talking at the moment of the Tzimtzum that would in the future be revealed through the creation of the worlds but not at all because of any materialization that happened within the midpoint within the phase 4 because there, was, there wasn't there even a little bit of a change in form, chas v'shalom, God forbid, that we should think that, because we're still talking about within the arena of the endless light. After we're talking, once we start talking about things that are not of the endless light, we'll talk about change in form there. But here, it's very important to remember, there is no change in form anywhere in the endless light. So why did the contraction happen? Because it was on, it was... In the process of revealing this new form, what's, what's the new form? It's not a new form that's separate. It's a new way of giving. It's a better giving almost. Receiving in order to give. And that's why the midpoint wasn't made into an end, because it wasn't lower. There is, it, it, and it definitely wasn't the lowest. And that's why it's not right to give it greater or lesser, because there is no, there's still no change in form. And that's what the Ari meant when he said that the Tzimtzum itself was also equal everywhere. We already knew the endless light equal everywhere. We, we, we did that on day one. 
What does it mean that a contraction was equal everywhere? Meaning, it was the same as the endless light. The contraction itself, that empty dot that we talked about, is actually the same as the light surrounding it. Crazy. Why does it seem different, but it's not actually different? It seems different because it is receiving. But what's, what makes it the same? In order to give. And the way that receiving in order to give creates this endless cycle of endless giving and endless receiving is like this. The creator, the source, gives endlessly. So if one receives in order to give, they are receiving and they're giving a good feeling endlessly. That, feel, that good feeling that they're giving to the creator is endless because the creator gives endlessly. How does it create endless receiving? If the only reason a person is receiving is in order to give back, in order to give a good feeling to the creator, that means that they're not concerned with how much they can handle, how much they need, how much they're missing. It's not coming from below. It's coming from above. So if the above is sending down endlessly, that means the receiver has endless space to fit everything that comes down. So it's, you're actually receiving more once you transform this desire to receive in you. No, most, most people, including myself, Desire to receive is based on what I feel I don't have, what I wish I could have, what I see that my neighbor has and I don't. All these different things, which they're a desire, and God wants to give you those things. Everything you can dream and then some, God wants to give to you. The way to receive endlessly and give endlessly so that you're, you're one with the Creator and at the same time you receive everything you ever wanted. Remember that everything you're receiving is because... You want to give God a good feeling that He gave you. And I just think that it's such an amazing lesson to take into life. Anytime somebody gives you something, if you, and I've tried this before, unfortunately I'm not yet at the stage where I do it all day, but I've tried it before. If you keep in mind that when somebody gives you something, you're doing it, you're only taking it from them because you know they feel good giving it to you, you're going to have a much better day. I promise. I don't care what's going on around you. From that moment, from that moment to the, to the, for the rest of the day, you're going to have a better day. I promise. And I hope we can all take a, take a little bit of this into our daily lives and make the world a little bit brighter as we know it needs to be. Thank you. <laughs>